Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Rev Up. Uh, I'm Jen Kortz. I'm a partner here at the NOR Group, leading the revenue operations function. Uh, David's not going to join us this morning as he's out um, with his family and uh, enjoying some motorcycle riding with uh, our director of operations, Elaine, as well. So it's just going to be me, and we're going to be talking about something that I'm passionate about from a very nerdy perspective, and it's documentation. Uh, so many of my customers and clients uh, ask, how do we scale? How do we keep track of everything that's going on? And, and as simple as it may seem, documentation really is that answer. And what I want to dive into today is how to get started, why it matters, how can it help with scale, and then show some examples of other companies that have really created a culture of documentation and made it part of the fabric of their business. So before we go too deep into this topic, just to level set for everybody, documentation at its core is really just referring to having something written down in a place that other people can read, learn from, build upon, and documentation is never a set it and forget it type function within any business. So these are living, breathing documents that as the company evolves, as processes evolve, as teams grow, these documents should change and grow with the company. And that's, that's really how this documentation creates a foundation that allows the company to scale and scale quickly. A lot of companies that I work with are startups and so they're small teams that are agile and everybody's doing a lot of things and they're wearing a lot of hats. But as you add new people, that collective knowledge that has been accumulated by the small team needs to then be shared in a ready format to the new people that you're adding so they can get up to speed and, and contribute to providing value quickly. And the best way to do that is to start a company culture of documentation. And just like data integrity, I really feel that documentation is everybody's job. If you are creating processes, if you're responsible for day-to-day -day tasks that eventually you're gonna pass on to someone else, you wanna document what you're doing and how you're doing it. And from an operations person perspective, this documentation will really allow you to know what's happening with within your tools, but then how are those tools connected to others and what are the end users doing within those tools? So when you're making changes or suggesting improvements or wanting to add another tool to the tech stack, you have some level of knowledge of how that's going to impact and the ripple effects that it'll have on not only the end user, but the tool itself and the data within that tool. So when people hear create documentation, it's usually the last thing on anybody's list and it gets deprioritized all the time. And what I want to emphasize to everybody is really to stop deprioritizing it and stop pushing it off and making it the last thing that you want to do. Really documentation has to be intentional. You, it's never fun. It's not a glamorous job. 
it's, but it's really at its core necessary. So just like brushing your teeth in the morning, creating documentation really just should be that simple. And it doesn't have to be some big complex process. Yes, there's tools out there that allow you to create big, robust handbooks and you think that you may have to boil the ocean, but really it starts just as simply as opening a Word doc or a Google sheet and writing it down. Write down what you're doing on a day-to-day basis if it's a repetitive task, just write it down, take screenshots, take pictures, and then share it with the team. Create one central folder for all your documentation. And this can go team by team. And then as the company grows and as the culture of documentation proliferates across the entire organization, that one central repository will become very robust. And So as an ops person, my biggest suggestion to you would be start writing anything, anything down, anything that you're doing when you're setting up a campaign, when you're loading a list, when you're working on a report, how to pull it, what the life cycle statuses mean, what your sources mean, like all of these have definitions. And so the documentation doesn't have to be complex. It literally can be a Google document. And so my biggest suggestion, David always asks me, like, what are your top three best practices related to documentation? Number one is get intentional about it. Do it every single day. Make a conscious effort of documenting one process every single day. Just like data integrity, if you update five records every single day in time, your database will be more clean. So with documentation, choose one process. Today I'm doing a list load. Awesome. Let's document what that is. And so just start small, but be intentional about it. So number one, be intentional. Number two, it's never a set it and forget it and constantly be iterating and improving it. Version one is better than version none. So if you don't have documentation today, again, choose a process that you're doing and write it down. Google sheet, nothing fancy, just write it down. Number three, best practice would be share it, socialize it, make a public post if your company uses Slack or Microsoft Teams and like pin that folder to the top of those chat channels and make sure that everybody understands that that's where this information lives and encourage others to contribute to that document, to creating additional documentation. If you're the manager or leader of a team, start getting intentional about having these conversations with your team members so they feel a sense of ownership over their knowledge and they want to share their knowledge and that collective uh some people call it tribal knowledge but that collective knowledge that just becomes so inherently known within a company by documenting it not only do you create a record of it but when people inevitably leave move to other jobs get promoted they don't take that knowledge with them like there's some remnant of it remaining within the company So those are my three, get intentional about it, um, share it and 
um, just start small. Doesn't have to be beautiful. Doesn't have to be fancy. Just get it out there. And so I'm going to share a couple examples of the documentation that I've both helped contribute to, as well as just what we do here at Nor Group. And as they say, Painter's House always needs painting. Uh, the revenue operations function within Nor Group is uh, not new, but it, it is something that we're growing our team. And so I've always just, again, done what needs to get done and not had to worry about sharing that knowledge to others within the Nor Group team. I create documentation for my clients all day, every day, but for our internal team and processes, uh, it's a new function because we are growing and scaling the NOR group. And so it's now become a very nece necessary function of my day-to-day -day job just within the NOR group itself. So uh, it's a very uh, rudimentary at this exact moment um, function for the NOR group. But as I said, creating a central repository for all of this, the NOR group uses uh, Google Workspace. And so we have a Google Drive for everything. And as you can see, number three item on this list is documentation. And so everyone within the team has access to these folders. They also are aware that these folders exist. And not only do I create written documentation with pictures and words, I also create how-to videos because some people do learn best when they can play a video play a part of a video and have, and then pause it and then go do the thing that they just saw. And so then it's sort of like a dual screen and it is like, I'm sitting with them as they're trying to do whatever function that they're trying to do. But other people like to just read and have pictures. And so I ensure that I cover my bases with both and by creating written documentation as well. Right now, because there are certain functions within the company that are not changeable and are not flexible, I've shared a couple documents that I created as PDFs. If these ever need to get updated, I'll update my root file and then create a new PDF in here. But literally in here, it's a Google document. Like I said, we just started at the very top. We defined what it is we were doing, the purpose that we were, uh, purpose this document was going to teach. When was it last updated? And then it's got pictures. It tells you what you should be doing, what your screen should look like. It talks about the various fields. And so at a very basic level, this is a great piece of documentation. At, in time, this may grow and change and I may have to make additional adjustments to it. But for our newest associate, this is gonna get him up and running within Salesforce a lot faster than if he had to schedule time with me to have me walk him through it. Now, I'm not saying training and enablement is replaced by documentation. I'm saying it's supplemental to it. Still have training and enablement sessions and live Q and A's, live walkthroughs. Um, still have someone partner work with your new associates. But by having your, all of your processes and tools documented in a way like this or in videos, it allows them to find their answers without having to wait on you. So many companies have gone to remote work that 
creating a culture of asynchronous communication is really important and documentation will help with that. Other companies, uh, I, as some people may know, I previously did work for GitLab and GitLab at its core, when we were 15 employees, then we scaled to 50 employees. They're now at almost 1300 employees and they, they also recently went IPO last year. At its very core, at all of those levels, documentation was an integral part of everyone's job. And as you can see here, if we print, if somebody printed out this handbook, it would be over 2000 pages of text. That's a massive amount of knowledge that has been accumulated and grown by all of the team members that have worked currently for GitLab and in the past. And you can see there's introduction, engineering, marketing, every department has it. And you can click in, this is a public document. Everybody can see it, read it, take pieces of it and make it their own. So if you're looking for a place to start for your own company on what you should be documenting, find resources like GitLab. There's another company called Remote. Uh, find, go look at those examples. I know um, like HubSpot has public documentation, like their knowledge base is really great. Outreach.io, they have a great knowledge base as well that's both used externally as well as internally. Um, but these are things that you can use as examples and then grow and build your own within your own company. And so like, for example, let's just go into marketing. In here, you can see they have content calendars, they have social media policies, their revenue department, how they do operations is in here. Um, but also for sales, like what is the reseller channel doing? How is commercial in here? How are they doing their reporting? They have sales systems set up. And so while this is not the secret sauce to how GitLab operates, it is kind of the secret sauce of how their systems work together. And you could take these exact same instructions basically and implement them in a, in a different company and it'll always run differently. So they chose transparency as one of their core values. And because they know that no one can implement their solution and their way of doing business the exact same way somewhere else. And so transparency is just their default. Another company that I referenced was called Remote. Remote uses a tool. So GitLab's handbook is actually built on the GitLab product. Um, but remote chose to leverage a tool called notion. And this is very similar to um, SharePoint or Asana is another great one. Confluence within the Jira product is another tool that it will allow you to create documentation. Um, and you can create sections and areas and you can tag certain documents. And it's just, it's really important again to create a way for all team members to contribute to growing this documentation. Um, and as you can see, you can, and they have pictures and, and why it's important and they define how they want dates set up. And so it creates a common nomenclature of how you do day-to-day -day business. And so these are two, GitLab and Remote are two very robust examples. But if you're just getting started on your documentation journey, literally, a Google Sheet, a Google Drive, and just starting to write it down is all you need to get started. And so 
as I said at the very beginning, why does this matter? Why do you have to be intentional about your documentation? At its core, it'll help, like I, it'll help you scale. And so when new team members are added, they are literally drinking from a fire hose of all this information that's getting thrown at them in their first day, their first week, their first month. They're going to need to come back and reference something. And so if you have a culture of documentation and all of these processes and things that you're showing them are written down, when they do finally get to come up for air and they're working on their first account, or maybe it's a BDR early in their, in their careers, and they're just starting to work within Salesforce, this tool is new to them. It allows them to feel confident in doing their day-to-day job. And it allows them exploration and understanding and knowledge that they wouldn't have otherwise. So as you grow and scale and add team members, having documentation, having a culture of documentation that everybody's responsible for writing these things down and building that collective repository, single source of truth is really going to be key to how quickly team members can get up to speed and get comfortable with their job and start contributing and providing value to the company as a whole. So that's my quick and dirty. Uh, As you can see, I'm very passionate about documentation. I have several templates that I've used both as Google Sheets and just as one pagers if you're needing a format for documentation, because that's the other part of this is a lot of people don't know how to get started. So I have several templates that are available. And if you join us in the NOR forum, I'll be sharing them there. And then I'll also share them in the comments of this video. And they're, again, very basic one pagers. They're intended to get you started and and dip your toe in the water of documentation. Um, Again, please join us in the NOR forum. It's just norgroup.com slash forum to talk more about this topic or anything else RevOps related. And I really hope that you found value out of today's conversation. And again, if you're not documenting your processes and your tools today, start, start small, start with one thing, choose a process today and just document it. And then socialize that and encourage others to contribute. Again, Jen Cords, I'm a partner here at the NOR Group leading our RevOps function, and I hope you enjoyed today's session. We will be back again next week with another topic. Right after this, uh, David has his uh, Curve Benders live broadcast, so I encourage you to tune into that as well. And again, I thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week.